by the way, we talked about we talked about you sent me a message about the names. Um, is is Couch Talk one of them? Okay, so here's the thing. I was looking at other podcast names, and <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at other podcast names, and a lot of them were already taken. So I was trying to see if we could do, but I had to look it up to see if it's even possible. But like, it could be like something that's like just another podcast. Just another podcast. All right. Or it could be, but we can talk about it more after. Nah, I feel like we need to introduce ourselves. Okay. Like that ass, like just. Why are you going to introduce yourself? No, not like saying like, I'm not going to like do the the elementary school, what's your name type. No. No, but I'm saying like, like how you like, because like, I see hit, other people that be like. Hit them with an like, intro real quick. Just like this, you know, welcome to the whatever podcast. I, uh, well, at this point, it's going to be the Untitled Podcast because there's nothing titled for it. So, I mean, is there an Untitled Podcast? <laughs> you don't know? <laughs> there's a working title. There's a okay, working title. Yeah, it's a so working title. Welcome to the Working Title, the working title Podcast. podcast. <laughs> uh, my name is Jordan. I'm Frank. And, you know, this is, I already know that this is going to be awkward just because of the fact that I'm like, it's it's kind of like performative in a little bit because why? Like, but like if if we're like, yes, it is a little performative. But I mean, at the end of the day, it, it is what it is. This that's is what we, if we're gonna do it, we are gonna do it. That's true. You know. So, all right. Well, we, I guess we can start off. Yeah, we can we just always, start it off. We always so how you doing? I'm doing good, man. You know, just had a day, uh, not a day, but like a bad day. But went out, worked on your car, worked on my girlfriend's car, uh, worked on a car that. Uh, for work, um, and that's pretty much. And then after that, we had some Tijuana flats. So that's pretty much Tijuana? it. Tijuana. Oh, my fault. Tijuana flats. I got you, my fault. Stand up, my No, before I before I even go into how I'm doing, um, <laughs> no, because I was talking to my mom about it yesterday. Um, we were talking about how people like to introduce their like partners. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that she didn't like it how people be like, like she went to a, a funeral and the guy was like, yeah, oh, there's my old lady. And she didn't like that. And I was like, well, like, like, just like, like for like his. Yeah. That'd be like, oh, there's my old lady. But then I was like, yeah, but I'll take, I'll take that over. Someone be like, yo, there's my bitch or something like that. Like, no, nah, I mean, yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, so. How do you, when you introduce your girlfriend, how do you introduce her? Most of the time, I just say girlfriend. Uh, Oh, damn. I was about to just name drop real quick. Hopefully, y'all didn't catch that. (laughs) No, no. I'm a a sensitive. You'll see how I'm sensitive. All right. So, so I usually just introduce her as my girlfriend. Uh, She likes to do, like, my significant other. Oh, so Um, she goes that deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think she's trying to keep it more, like, professional. And then the people that I know and the people that like either have met her or like I've talked to them about enough about her, I'll start saying her name. And sometimes I'll be talking to people that like I trust. And sometimes I catch myself just saying my girlfriend, almost like they don't know her. Yeah. So I'll correct myself and just say her name. Got you. Yeah. Because we were talking about, I was like, well, if you're going off of based off of my old lady, you don't like that, then I'll be like. My girl is kind of weird too. Like I, I, I say, yeah, I'll say that every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Like if I, 
If you're like uh, still young enough where that can still fly. Yeah. I well, yeah, no. Once you get to a certain age, I'm. But I mean, it I don't mean, really matter. Be, yeah, that could be your own thing. I was like saying, like, could be like, say, like, this is my life partner. Be life like, partner. That oh, works yeah. too. I, I mean, but life partner. That's commitment. That's like you deep. You really deep. And I, I know things be like, oh, give me my my queen. I, I t- <laughs> oh, I'll be like. <laughs> She'd be like, nah, you do my queen. That's like the same, like, earth strong shit, like that. And I'm like, that's such a groovy thing. Not a lot of people know about the, the earth strong tag when they be getting a text message or anything like that. But I got you. Um, okay, yeah. So, how you doing? Um, back, back on topic. I'm doing, I'm doing fine. I'm doing a lot better than how I was before. Like, before I went to Carnival in St. John, I was just really down because I just did not know what I was doing wrong or anything like that. And um, I'm not going to get too deep into it. It'd probably be for something later or nothing at all. But, um, yeah, I just, I was really very low in the fact that a lot of the things that I thought was going to happen after I graduated um, didn't automatically happen. And so, so get into like what you grant, like, obviously you were in school for a really long time, mm-hmm. a lot longer than the normal four year bachelor program kind of deal. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Um, and you graduated back when? Right now it's July. So May. Ju- the end of July, 2023. Mm-hmm. You, ba- you graduated in May. Yeah. And what did I, you what did you feel like should have been happening at that moment? Well, I, first off, I want to say I do appreciate. I, I told y'all at there, but I really do appreciate that y'all came there. Of course, um, because <laughs> I wish I'm alone, but you gonna hate this. But like, my parents knew that I didn't really care to walk. Like, I didn't really. It was it was for them. Yeah, and I saw how hurt she was about um, missing me walking. And everything like that, and I know that that can never be something like she's always gonna remember that too. She's she's never getting that back. Yeah, she's she's gonna forever remember that. But the reason why I'm happy that y'all came there was because at least I had someone to witnesses and record that I did it. Mm-hmm. Of sense, course, right? of course. Like to just be like, okay, like regardless of however you feel at this moment, like I did graduate, I did get the degree that y'all wanted me to get. That was my flu game too. I showed up. I showed up with the flu. Not, not even. I couldn't even hear on one ear. We, I, the next day, I went to the party. That was the first time that I went to the party without you there, and I was just like, "Man, it's not the same, man." <laughs> but no, nah, even then, like the fact that you were sick and you still showed up, I was like, "Man, like." No, nah, I, I felt like that was one thing I couldn't miss because I remember I felt um, when you got your AA. When you got a, your associates, yeah, I f- I was I it, I knew after you told me like the situation like it wasn't that many invites I was like whatever no big deal yeah. but I didn't but, even go to your your own when your graduation and, and and that was I felt like that was one of those things where it was just like all right whatever no big deal you know um, but I, I I do remember the feeling of being like I wanted to be there just because I felt like you know we say this a lot. And I don't think neither of us are kidding. We're almost like brothers. No, absolutely. You know, um, we grew up together for a really long time. So having someone there to support you almost like a brother, like I felt like that was what I needed to do. And I told myself I couldn't miss that even if I did have the flu. 
And I remember texting you, telling you, <laughs> yo, I got the flu. Yeah, because I was saying like, hey, do you want, which luckily you didn't go out with us because the restaurant was was bad. And <laughs> um, it was just, the, the vibes was off, clearly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but no, I, I really do appreciate like you, both of you showing up. Not just you, but even, you know, your girl too, like y'all, y'all very much was supportive for a lot of when I was in college, especially course, during those yeah. last years. But um, to go back to what we were talking about, yeah, it just felt like, you know, I reached this goal and then, you know, and, you know, in hindsight, it's 2020, right? Like three months isn't long, right? Of course. Like, it hasn't even hit the three month mark yet. But I think just for me, it was more of like everything that encompassed, like everything that I kind of like pushed to the side to make sure that that um, came true. It just kind of all started flooding in after I didn't have to worry about it anymore. Like I didn't have to worry about assignments that I have to worry about going to campus or um, being waking, like staying up to three or four o'clock in the morning, talking to a group um, about a project that we were working on. Like it wasn't, um, I wasn't focused on that anymore. So then now it was like the weight of everything that I've been kind of having in the back of my mind of now coming to the forefront yeah. was um, right there. And, you know, it, it to say it was difficult is like kind of like an understatement, but it was just, I felt like that was necessary because I needed to kind of live with the idea that you know, just because you have an expectation of where you want to be in life doesn't mean that it's always going to just it's going to pan out. Yeah, yeah. No, life isn't life isn't a straight line. You know, you all that crap. You gotta there's you know uh, valleys and 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 you know you reach new heights and you're gonna come back down. Something's gonna happen. It's gonna bring you down. That's how life is. I mean, and you just gotta gotta take it take it as it goes. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we're both young. You know. Um, we're in the early stages of, of like our adulthood, yeah. you know? So we're still kind of figuring it out. Um, but you just gotta, you just gotta keep your head up and keep moving, you know? So, yeah. so to even like go in on that topic. So, um, not only have I been like going through a lot of changes, but you've been going through a lot of changes. Oh, for too. sure. Like you, it's not been recent. Like, but it hasn't been a full year. No, it hasn't. You I have moved out. Yeah, yeah. I, I moved out in uh, November of 22. And like I mentioned earlier, it's the end of July of 2023. Um, so moving out was, was really big for me. I was always scared of being financially ready. Yeah. Um, and... Now that I've done it for a little bit, I, I realized that I, I was financially ready a long time ago, but I wasn't, in terms of maturity, I don't think I was ready, mm-hmm. as well as, um, there's a lot of other stuff that it, that it entails, you know, when you move out. Like, you know, I was blessed enough that my parents, um, they, they did a lot of stuff around the house. I didn't really have that many chores to do. I didn't have too much, too many things to do mm-hmm. when I got home. So once I was done with school, it was basically go to work, go home. There was no other responsibilities apart from that. Um, now, obviously, you do a lot more like grocery shopping. You got to clean around the house. So obviously, uh, a big, big 
step in terms of you know growing as a as an adult and as a man yeah um it's it's nice to have the freedom nice to be able to do stuff kind of when you want to and, and not have to check in that much with your parents you know um which i'm thankful that i kind of grew up that way where i had to check in um because it makes me a, a lot more grateful of that freedom too yeah um but then you also have like an expectation that you can live up to while being in a relationship. Like, oh, of course. Yeah, 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 of course. Because, you know, your your partner, um, you got to be respectful of them too. So I felt like that kind of set me up for uh, success in, in that term, you know, in terms of that. Um, but yeah. Uh, and obviously, we've taken on a lot more responsibility. Uh, including the cats. Yeah, because, you know, it's already hard enough, right, to, like, make that decision of moving out, bless me. Thank um, you, excuse me. Of moving out, but to move out, not just only by yourself, but then, or even with the roommate, but then, you know, moving out with your partner, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's already, like, a certain responsibility of, you know, you having to take care of yourself and everything like that, but then how is it even the emotional responsibility of still keeping that relationship um, not, I say alive, but more of like not get bogged down by the responsibility of just going through the running mill of like working, making sure that the house is in shape, making sure that the finances is good, but then still having that like um, relationship still remain intact if that makes sense like I think it's all about respect especially of each other's time uh, not just time but also like um, you know she likes to do things I like to do certain things so we kind of you know we give each other the time to be able to do our own things um, and that's another way where it's kind of obviously you know, we go to work, do our thing. We, when we're here, we do what we got to do in terms of cleaning and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then when we have some downtime to like, let's say I like to play video games. So I play video games. Um, and she'll let me do that. And, you know, she'll either go in the room or sit on the couch with me and kind of just hang out a little bit. Um, and, this, and, and that's what it's about in terms of the whole... Uh, kind of keeping that relationship healthy because that's that's what you gotta do you gotta nurture it and you gotta kind of keep it healthy yeah in a way um so yeah it's it's all about giving each other respect uh time with one another too is really important too because obviously now um we both work you know we both work we both come home and when, when it's when we come home um either there's other stuff to do or you know um, there's just other things that can yeah. kind of bog you down and not not allow you to give each other the time with each other. So that's a, that's another thing that you kind of got to keep in balance too. Um, and also holding each other accountable. I feel like it's a big thing. You know, holding each other accountable and, and, and not just everything's rainbows and, and you know, butterflies. It's like if if something's wrong, speaking up about it too. Yeah, being Make shy, it, being comfortable with having those tough conversations. Yeah, the tough conversations, and also just like you know, 
why'd you leave that on the counter? <laughs> that's that kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's definitely been a transition. It hasn't, it hasn't been too easy, but I, w- I would like to think that she has made it easier for the both of us. And so have I. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. Yeah. It's just like looking it, looking at it from the outside, looking in, like seeing you being in this position, especially knowing from you for as long as you, like just knowing you as long as I know, um, it just, I don't know. It, it's weird because when you grow up with somebody, there's this idea of um, you don't really see the growth from like a long term because you're always with them. It's the same thing like when you're like working out and you look yourself in the mirror and like you don't you don't, you don't see, see the, the progress. Like, yeah, you don't see until, the change as much until like you look at like an old picture or something like that. Um, and it's the kind of same thing with how it is looking at you, right? Like seeing the person that you were before to now being in this position where you know you're working a good job, you're living on your own, you have like a healthy relationship with your girl and everything like that. Um, I don't know. It's it's something that. I can't really like put into words of like how happy I am to see you in that because a lot of times, um, especially in like the environment that I grew up in, you don't really get to appreciate when you see somebody else like yeah. doing what they want to do and doing it in like a very effective way. Yeah. Um, because a lot of it comes from like a lot of struggle, right? Of course. Like it's almost impossible to just have things just work out. Um, easily for you or at least like putting in the work now so that later on it's not as bad yeah yeah. um but seeing the fact that you kind of just kind of went into it just with a very clear idea of what it is that you wanted to look like and having somebody that realigned with those values yeah of course yeah, yeah that's something that's like really um really inspiring to me because i don't know a lot of people that have that type of dynamic with the person that they're with or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I, I don't know, like, you know, my situation, I ain't going to get into it right now, but it's just like, I'm not um, too focused on getting in a relationship now. Yeah. yeah that. But I do look at relationships like the one that you have and like, there's other friends that I have that are relationships too that I kind of take note of as well or even like family members, but um, those are like kind of like the hallmarks or things that I look towards to be like, okay, like this is kind of what I'm trying to yeah, get to, yeah. you know, because I don't know. I just feel like, <laughs> I think it's like an old thing to say, but it's like life's too short to be um, like hurting yourself to stay in a relationship that's not the best for you. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like if it's not doing anything for you, like why? like make it hard on yourself yeah, to do it, yeah. you know? So, um, nah, I, I really do. I am re- really happy of like seeing where it is that you are now and just see where it is going to go. But Appreciate it. Man. It's Appreciate a it. fun thing, but away from the serious topic, I kind of wanted to talk to you about, since it's recent, <laughs> the Utopia project. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, I went in the group chat because I listened to it right when it came out. Right oh, did it, you? Right when it hit 12 o'clock, 
that's when I went and listened to it. Like, okay. it, like, as like, soon like as it's it okay. dropped, I listened to it, and I'm listening to it. And I'm not gonna say too much because I want to hear your point of view first. Yes. But I went on the group chat and I said, I don't think I like rap no more. Oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I like rap no more. And I can explain it further, but I just want to hear what you think about the project first before I say anything. So uh, for me, uh, I didn't listen to it when it came out. Obviously, I was sleeping because I had work the next day. Oh, Responsibilities, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, I don't think I listened to it the first day it was out. I listened to it the second day it was out. And uh, so uh, I was at work trying to listen to it, had my headphones in. And I'd say about just after the halfway point, I was like, I'm bored. Um, and I took it. This is my nigga right here. <laughs> then did you see? Did you see the snap? The snap that I put out? Yeah, I, I saw. I saw a little. Yeah, yeah. I think. It, yeah, because it was. It was right after the halfway point. That's why I said it. Yeah, it was right at the halfway point. I was like, so I I I took a break. My headphones was falling out my ears too because I have some beats that don't stay in the ear. But anyways. Listen to it, the, the and it just yeah. At the, about the halfway point, I was like, I'm good. Then I came back to it an hour later to listen to the second half, and I felt like the second half was a little bit better than the first half. Um, then I tried to give it another listen, and uh, I think I, I've only gotten I think halfway through the album again, and basically from. It's you know I haven't got I haven't gotten to listen to it a lot, mm-hmm. but from what I've listened to, I feel like the the, the main <laughs> and I think I think I told you this the main uh, description for this album is like is like a second half comeback, but it's too little too late. You know what I'm saying? It's too little too late. Like that's how and that's how I feel about like most of the songs and the overall project too. Yeah. Like I felt like um there was a lot of music on there that the first half was kind of uh, iffy and you would have a beat switch the beat switch would be awesome but it would last like 30 seconds and then the song was over. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And also I felt like he was doing a lot of stuff with like that sounded like a, a lot like the new Kanye which I don't I you know you can you can hate Kanye for whatever reason you hate Kanye, but I I didn't really like his music um, after let's say Life of Pablo, yeah. and I felt like it was already going downhill after like after maybe Yeezus, like it was going or at Yeezus it was kind of going going down here downhill. Um, so yeah, I, for right now, is it's alright. <laughs> I just you know. I think so. Okay, what I meant by when I said like I don't think I like rap no more, <laughs> what I was really trying to say <laughs> is that I don't think I like the the trajectory that rap is going into. Right. Mm, so okay, when I used to listen to Travis Scott um, when I was in school, I remember like listening to Romeo and then of course like Astro World and what I yeah talking shit on Ryan talking shit. 
what I liked about Travis Scott was that even if he wasn't like a very lyrical artist, like I, I just like the vibe that his music used to be. No, like. and I also felt like the production was was I mean it was great. The production was awesome. And you you would hear a lot of like it was almost like psychedelic funk kind of styles. It was like I felt like he kind of took over the like spacey druggy like dark tone like rap sound like, yeah, yeah yeah that was like when you was like i was thinking back and i was like okay what is the song that i like the most from like rodeo like oh my oh my this side oh my this side uh, especially after the beat switch yeah and um yeah songs like dino 210 after yo flying high um apple yeah. pie like you know what i mean like it there's so many tracks on there that you can literally name the name of them. Yes, and, just... and like I know exactly the vibe of each track, but then also his. I don't know. It's just like I will say. I, I will say this. Like when I first when I first heard of Astroworld, like I felt like Astroworld was like awesome and all this and that. And then uh, we were lucky enough to actually go to the concert. Yes, mm-hmm. and I saw the vibes of the fans. And and then I listened to the project again after the concert, and it kind of I was kind of like, I don't know, this is I already felt like that was I st- I listened to it again, and I felt like it, it was already kind of a downturn from what Rodeo was. The production of yes. I think I think the the production on Rodeo was where it needed to be. There was some stuff that was more refined in terms of production on um, Astro World. But I think the style that he had in Rodeo was really good. And we're also th- forgetting about uh, Birds in the Trap, too. Birds, Birds, in, the Trap, Birds in the Trap, Trap was like... A, sounded like a playlist, though. Like, almost like a mixtape playlist kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think what drawn me into, outside of Rodeo, but Astroworld, was that Astroworld felt cohesive, right? Dude, that's the first he, thing that I thought about this album. I, I, like, there was no cohesiveness at all to Utopia. All the tracks felt like they were just tracks that were picked apart and was just put together. Like, there was nothing of, like, this track going into this Going track into this, this track. yeah. The there whole, was nothing of, like, a transition that made me feel like, okay, I see where he's taking me. Like, when I listened back to Stargazing and they going to Carousel, I was like, oh, I know where the fuck we going. Like, yeah. like, I was hyped. Like, I was like, okay, dude, we are going. Like, listen to Astro Thunder and Yozamite. And then I'm like, and then you listen to Butterfly Effect in the project. And he's like, this shit. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I'm getting hyped. And then you listen to Utopia. And I, I don't even know how to describe the first track. Hyena? Is that what his thing? I think it's high. It's spelled, I don't know. It might be Hyena spelled correctly. But, bro. I also, you know what's. track was like the only thing I could take from that intro track was that this project was going to be nothing but sense like like sense yeah, yeah and um like just straight dark tones like him down the pitch on his voice and just doing that and then it felt like he was trying to ride the wave of how many A-list artists he was he had on the project like the best part of the project bunch of motherfuckers on that project the best part the best part of the project were the features and most of the time, when the features came on, those were the best part of the song. That's true. Because when Drake ha- was on Drake's that- verse on the song, on Crazy, SZA, Crazy. Yo, when I heard SZA, that fu- Future and SZA need to do something. Like, like, Bruh, like 
but because it's too it's kind of too, it's kind of the polar opposite it's like toxic uh like toxic male versus toxic female yeah so they kind of like have this man and i'm just like and i think that's why i like k-pop too because hearing bad bunny and i tried to say that i was like okay yeah, and, and the, the, the weekend the yeah but i was just like but what about travis and that's why i think to me so I, i'll just say this out of the gate my favorite song on the project was god's country okay that was my favorite song in the project right um, I, right now to be honest with you i'm on like like heavy hidden beats like that's how i'm feeling right now yeah and for me it was the drake song okay the drake song i felt like was a really strong uh song and the song immediately after uh fiend fiend was pretty cool um after that <laughs> um i don't know many more of the track names yo there did you see the the TikTok that I sent you with Trey Rags, where it was the uh, the one where oh my god, it was the song with him and Tezio touchdown, and they were saying, and someone said in the clip, this sounds like the song that Tom Holland was getting his back blown. Yes, 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 yes. When they showed the yes. clip while the song was playing, I was crying laughing. Yeah. I was I couldn't believe it. I was just like, yo. This is like they. they this is crazy. This, this like, is crazy. This is the best matchup, because I was just like, bro, like, and I get it. Like, if, if you're an artist that want to experiment with sounds, you can experiment with sounds. And this is another thing too. And, and we're kind of going all over the place with this, but um, obviously he dropped a lot of like uh, different covers and yeah. this, that, and the other. That that's and almost like how the the, the project feels. We're like. There's a lot of stuff going on, but there isn't one clear idea. Um, um, but another thing that I wanted to take away from that, too, it looked like the covers were AI generated, obviously. So I and, felt and Apple Music, the, the cover like um, morphs. OK, so you notice that like the I have it. I, dude, I literally listened to it like one. Bro, I went I went onto my Apple Music to go into like my library. But, you know, like goes back to the, the last album that you searched up. And I looked at the screen and I was like, the fuck is that? And then it went away. So now I went back on the screen and I was like, I don't it see just, the album it, cover. But then when I stay onto it, then it actually like, like does start like the more thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, but they do that like on other ones too. Like if you go on like the Scissor Project SOS. Yeah. Like the ocean moves. Yeah. And then like because the internet did that as well. Um, but the, the one thing. So I felt like some of the tracks was literally he went into an AI and said, make it sound like. Kanye and Travis Scott made a song. Like, I, that's how it felt. And I, I mean, if you listen to Drake's, I, again, this is that's one of my favorite songs, but if you listen to Drake, that's not the way Drake normally sounds on a track. That It, lo- it sounds like literally like an, a, not an, almost like an AI generated Drake. Yeah. Because it, that's not how he really, it's like if you mix like Drake with like another artist or something. And I felt like, he might have honestly used some AI to 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 like make songs on the album, and that's why some of the stuff just sounds kind of crazy. Yeah, and I and I mean I don't know that for sure. I wasn't I wasn't in the room making the the project, but from my opinion outside looking in, it literally sounds like it was made by AI. Yeah, and like to even go back to like the experimentation and even like the cohesion, it just. I think what I liked about Rodeo is that Rodeo was like a comparison to where he came from, right? Of like course. Houston, Texas. And then a lot of the songs and the topics that he was talking about was very much from where he was from. 
with Astroworld, it wasn't really connected to anything in particular outside of, you know, Astroworld being this amusement park that was once in Houston. But I just like the fact that there were certain songs that had a spacey vibe to it. And then there are certain songs that had like an amusement park kind of, yeah. Kind and, of vibe, and, and the or title, just songs that you can get hyped to, right? Yeah, no, of course. So it worked with the project. Even if the songs didn't like RP Screw take, um, oh my like God. sounds completely different than um, Who What. And then that sounds completely different to NC 17. And that, you know what I mean? Like it. Oh, and 5% t- yo, yeah. 5% t- So in yeah. skeletons and all, like, Every song sounds different, but they sound like they belong on the one project. This song, like this project, I promise you, if no one said this was on Utopia, I wouldn't. You wouldn't even. I wouldn't even care. Like, I'd have been like, oh, okay. Like, it sounds like a song that Travis Scott is featured on. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It didn't feel like it was his song. Yeah. For some of them. Some of them did sound like it was a Travis Scott song, but a lot of them did not feel like. It was a song made, and and that's going back, Scott. and that was uh, going back to like what I said like earlier that base the the high, one of the highlights of the album is the features, dude. It, so it's it it kind of sucks because like you said it doesn't feel like a Travis Scott project. It just kind of feels like all these artists kind of made a song and then Travis Scott is kind of featuring on it. Yeah, and, and 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 another thing I don't know if this is true or not, but. Uh, one of the songs that I liked was the one with Future and SZA on it. But I, I honestly feel like Future and SZA were literally just sent the beat. They made their verse for it. Yeah. And then it was put together later. Which, I mean, a lot of music works that way. But I feel like neither of them knew they were going to be on the track. That probably would be the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got the beat. They put down their verse or whatever. And then sent it back in. And then somebody chopped it up and put it together. And literally, like, the the two things that they were talking about and the way it sounded they they did not know they were going to be in the same song together it's yeah. like i re- he recorded it by himself she recorded it by herself and then Travis Scott decided to just put them together yeah and i mean ultimately i think for me and why i was saying that i don't think i like the way that rap is going is that if you see a lot of like the rappers now you can just tell that a lot of them are good at making music, but not a lot of them are like good at rapping. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like uh, a lot of them don't really know how to um, really like form any type of verse together. And like I, it well, just feels like thing. they, I think they now, can make. It, it feels like a lot of them know how to flow on a track, right? Which is great, but a lot of them don't know how to. Like okay, so I'm a real big Kendrick Lamar fan. That's gonna be something that. I, I mean, we're going to try to say that. But, but me too. So, But when you listen to like his latest project, right? And you listen to songs like Worldwide Steppers or Savior or Count Me, um, you know, Count Me Out or something like that. You can still pick pieces of the lyrics and remember them. Of right. Course. And like still like have some type of like connection to what it is that he's saying to the actual production. Same thing with J. Cole and a lot of people from Dreamville, right? Yeah. But when I'm listening to this project, it just feels like a bunch of noise after a while. Like, it just feels like it's background noise to a certain extent. And, and you know what? I think I think this is just something that I thought about just now as we were talking about that. Um, a lot of music now, obviously, a lot of people get some of their music taste from TikTok. Yeah. And TikTok 
most it's short form entertainment or whatever whatever the term is, right? Uh, short form media, whatever whatever the term is, yeah. somebody out there is gonna know. Um, but basically, um, it it feels like some of the tracks is literally oh let's get this really nice clip so people can put it on their TikTok video and then that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's almost another thing that that I feel like the it's project. like killing the genre or just killing the project. The project, and also it can't. It, sometimes it can be the genre, the mm-hmm. whole genre, because that's how some some people are gonna make their money. Have you seen the Double XL um, cipher clips? Because I haven't. I haven't seen the video. No I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not that deep in hip hop anymore. Like, and I feel like I might feel the same way that you do, mm-hmm. but I don't like express it that way. I just kind of like tune out and step away and just keep on listening to what I'm listening to. Because uh, a lot of a lot of them niggas just got from TikTok, from TikTok. Yeah, like I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. There's this one artist, uh, DDG. All it, I, there was one TikTok song. I think it's I'm geeking or whatever, and he got that one. Yo, that shit is a banger. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then this is the thing. So I went to listen to the album that the song from TikTok is on, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> This is nothing yeah, like the amount of times this man was talking about fucking a bitch or getting paper. I was like, and like, okay, so, <laughs> and granted, this is so funny that we're talking about this because, like, we're going on YouTube and he's like a, a really big YouTuber. Before rapping, he was a like a YouTuber mainly. But oh, really? Yeah, like, like he literally just did YouTube. Yeah, like what his, was it? What kind of content did he do? Um, he did a lot of vlogs. Vlogs? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because he's from, then, he's from Pontiac, and then he moved to L.A., and he just did, like, a lot of vlogs. In, about what? Just his normal-ass life? Well, it, it was in the beginning, like, his normal life, but then he started, like, having, like, girls in his vlogs that he would try to get with, or um, he would, like, do content with his friends and family, like, his cousins and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if you know, like, Wu-Wop. Um, I feel like I'm saying his name wrong, but like there's Wuwa was like the kid. He makes music with the kids sometimes. The one that would be like, um, God damn, how do things? It was like I want to kill my mom. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, okay. That's yeah. his cousin. Like that's you know what I mean. So he does content and he puts his family on, which is great. But um, he also has like a thing back in the day where he used to do like faint pranks and shit like that. And you still talking about DDG or yeah, DDG? Yeah. Okay. So. Um, so when he said that he was gonna really get into the rapping thing, I was like, I mean, by all means, do your thing. Um, but go ahead, fuck it up. I just, I really try to give that last project a chance. The and one where he has the the it's called I'm geeking. The one I'm talking about. Oh, so you just listened to the song? You didn't? No, listen I to tried to listen. I listened to. I tried to listen to the project. Yes, I tried to listen to the project, and I was like, I don't know. About I this. was just like, damn, like you really just gonna keep right. Like, there was this one song that he did, and it was about his... I don't know if they're still together or not, but his ex-girlfriend, the one that played Little Mermaid, Haley. Oh, really? Yeah. And <laughs> this man was, like, making... This nigga said, yo, I get... I don't remember the bar, but essentially, like... It almost sounded like he was, like, insecure. Like, he was jealous, like, do you get turned on? But, like, when you're in scenes or, like, when you're acting... 
And I'm like, my nigga, like, what you doing though? Like, I would, I would just like, bro, you make too much money and you, you got too many bitches on your dick for you to be signing this yeah, insecure, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, bro, like, there is no reason why you over here giving it up like this, bro. And then, and then to have that song, and then every other song we talk about how he fucking hella bitches. I'm like, how you mad at your girl? How you mad at your girl? Like nigga, you you over here talking about how many bitches you fuck, and then she can do a kissing scene, and you feel you feel jealous about that? Come on, bro. Like I don't know, bro. But know. no, but even with that situation, right? And just rap in general, I just feel like the again, a lot of people that go into the genre are people that just like music but don't know really how to rap. And I feel like such an old sure. head when you, when you, when I say that. But when I when I, the people that I listen to now, like it's it's kind of like a like the the main extremes, right? I either listen to like some like underground rappers like Rock Marciano, Freddie Gibbs, or like the people from Griselda and Autumn, or I listen to like just rap to just have fun with with this like Comethazine ski mask or something like that, right? But then I still listen to like people from like Dreamville, like JID and Earth Gang and all that. But those are like the main opposites that I listen to most of the time. But it just like I can't. I, I just can't take this seriously. No, I, I, I mean, for me, for me, uh, you mentioned earlier, I'm also a big fan of Kendrick Lamar. So I really like, I, I can tell you, I like lyrical music, yes. you know? Um, but I've always felt like if the beat isn't there or you're over lyrical where like everything has to be a bar, yeah. um, you know, uh, I feel like it's, it kind of draws me out. So like, there's, I, I, I don't, I think I, I listen to a lot of mainstream artists and then I try to step out of my, my comfort zone and try to listen to somebody. And then I run into somebody like DDG where it's like, you got one hit track. And after that, where, <laughs> what's the rest of it, you know? Uh, and, and there's a lot of people that we're not even mentioning that are really popular right now. Um, you know, so, and I, and, and that's, that's on me because it's it's just like you said earlier. I don't, I don't know if I like where rap is headed. Yeah, you know. Um, I just I don't know. I I just think that a lot of the people that are quote unquote popping. I mean, by all means, get it get it how you can. But I just know it's not the same of the type of music I used to listen to in mm-hmm. the genre. And I don't know. There's just so many artists like I. I'm more interested in listening to like a Thundercat or Anderson Pack project than I am. Yeah, Thundercat is crazy. I love Thundercat. Yeah, the way so the way he plays the bass and some of the uh, I, if he could drop an instrumental album, oh my god! Oh, I just had that shit on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> like him, him and Flying Lotus, I'll just have that. Yeah. And K. Chinata, I'll just have them. Oh, just, okay. I just had them on loop. That's for me. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I did not like K. Chinata. Oh, did that just come out? Oh, that came out a little while ago. It's a it's a project with K. Trinata and Amine. Or, yeah, Amine. Oh, I think that's his name. okay. I, no, I didn't get a chance to listen to it, that. I didn't like Amine to begin with. Like, I don't really like the way, the stuff he raps about and how he raps. Yeah, that sucks because I, I, I like Amine. I like his um, mixtape projects like the 1.5 or the 2.5 projects. Uh, but I can understand. Like, he, had, he has a certain style that if you don't... You don't mess with it as much, then yeah. It's almost like um, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah. If you you like Kyle, then you really like Kyle. But if you don't, then it's not going to mess with it. So give that a listen. Me personally, I love K. I love the way he produces, 
the beats they makes. Um, again, another al- artist that if he could just make an instrumental album, shit would be banging. Yeah. Um, but I like the work that he does with other artists. Of course, like I, I do. Ten percent with Cali Uchis. Uh, there's the project uh, on on ninety nine point nine where he has uh, who does he have on there? It's, it's, I don't think it's Brent. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the artist, but you ever listen to Twin Flame with him in, in his pack? I don't think so. That shit hard. That shit hard. And then also the um, yeah, I just. And I think what made me so interested in rap to begin with is just that it introduced me to a lot of those genres too. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. didn't. It was the first genre that made me interested in listening to music just in its entirety. For for sure. And actually, I I, I will say this much about rap right now. Uh, people sampling is on a whole different level now. Yeah, the sam- I would say this is like the producer era. This is the producer. Yeah, like I, I, in terms of the creativity that producers are coming with is like out of this world. Of course. And I think right now the way things are being sampled is just insane. And what I've found that a lot of samples are is jazz. And I've been getting really into jazz and different uh, genres of jazz and like stuff like Bossa Novas, which is Brazilian jazz. Mm -hmm. Um, You have Latin jazz too. So there's a lot of other stuff that you can branch out from. And even not even just jazz. Sometimes they'll sample like a like a like a drum break from like a rock song mm-hmm. or like an alternative song. As a well. lot of like um, Japanese and like Korean. Oh, like J jazz, Japanese jazz, like the stuff yeah. that's on Gran Turismo menus, bangers, yeah. <laughs> straight bangers. Yeah, and I was shocked by that because I was like, the fact that you were like listening to a lot of these songs, I'm like, man, like, dude. I think the time when I realized that. A lot of these songs that you listen to are mostly samples and they're not just like things that people just cook in the studio. I was just like, wow, like you want to go and listen to those. Of course. And I and I I learned this pretty recently and I wish I would have probably learned it a long time ago because it would have not necessarily prejudiced, but it would have like changed my opinion on a lot of things. I was one of those people that fell into, oh, hip hop is all of hip hop is these days is sampling. No one makes their own beats. Hip hop was never people making their own beats. Yeah. Hip hop was always sampling. Hip hop was taking a drum break from a jazz song or a funk song yeah. and playing it over and over again and having people rap over it. That's what hip hop and rap was. That's crazy. That's a big ass stretch, my guy. That's a big ass stretch. Um, <laughs> um, but that's what hip hop has always been. Yes. So us complaining now in 2023 when hip hop has been around since the 1970s. Or the, or the oranges, or the orange oranges, <laughs> origins of hip hop are in the seventies, um, and, and all it was was sampling. I think it's it's wrong for us now to be like, oh, no one makes their own beats. Yeah, and I mean, you can I I one hundred percent think that you can be really successful, make your own beats. I mean, you see a lot of producers that do make their own beats, but the heart and soul of hip hop is basically taking something old. And bringing it to the new, yeah. So, no, nah, and I, and and that's why I'm saying it's like, uh, to be real with you, a lot of these albums and mixtapes, if it wasn't for the producers, I would not listen to these. Albums. No, for sure. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of stuff where I just 
I tune out with the dog, what homie's saying. Yeah. And I tune just, out with homies and just vibe with the, the beat. Production. And I mean, that's what people are relying on now. I mean, it is, it what, is, it is what it is. Give the producers they credit, get them, know from their tags and follow them from there. But in terms of just the rap artists, um, yeah, I, I will say you know, though, there's there's certain artists like hip hop artists, rappers, yeah, that they have their style, and a producer kind of has to like uh, cater to that, which I don't think is a problem because you have people that have a very distinct style, style like Tyler. Tyler has a very distinct sound, and 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 I think that he's one of the better ones. That's you know, uh, he's slowly but surely coming up my list into like one of my top artists just yeah. because of the way his music sounds and the way he's able to sample certain things and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But I also, I also think too, and what I'm also noticing a lot from producers is that they're getting really good with forming duos with the artists that they feel. Yeah. Like Metro Boomin and 21. Yeah. Or um, King Beats and Denzel Curry or Alchemist and Mark Marciano or Hit Boy and Nas. Like, I feel like, if you as a producer can align yourself with someone that makes your sound just a little bit better to make people like really be like, okay, like, nah, like they actually going a little yeah, bit crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why like my favorite project of all time so far is the Yes Lord project with um, Anderson Pack and No Worries. Or no, sorry, the, pro- the group is called No Worries, but it's Anderson Pack and Knowledge. Because that whole project, it was just like, man, like they were just cooking. Okay. And they were having fun while okay. doing it too. And it was just like I definitely have to I'll me, definitely, definitely have to listen to that. But that made me even interested in learning not only Anderson Pike more, but learning who knowledge was. Okay. And just seeing like how he gets into it and all that kind of stuff. So um there is definitely something to be excited about within the genre or just, you know, genre adjacent. But just in terms of just the rap artists themselves, I just think that unless you are listening to very specific artists, you're not going to enjoy the mainstream route mm-hmm. as much. Or unless if you do, then by all means you do. Like At the end of the day, if you're listening to the mainstream hip hop, there's no problem. You can listen to whatever music you want. You can like whatever music you want. Yeah. We're not telling you to like certain music. We're just telling and you know whoever's watching and whoever is listening yeah uh that's our opinion on what's going on yeah and like, we might be and we might be we might be now the old heads but it's like, just and we're, we're just basing it off of how it was with our growing up like of course yeah. just even like when it comes to listening to a great project like the the concept of a great project back then is completely different for sure now. like what he's doing now is way different than than yeah yeah and it's, people can either rock with that or they don't but i just know for me that there was a certain expectation that I held when I listened to a Drake project that, I mean, for a long time, he never missed. No, it. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think he he never, you know, for me, uh, and you remember this, he was my favorite artist. Yes. There was no one that could, that could topple him. But after a certain point, and this might just be, you know, like me becoming an old head or whatever. But... Uh, at a certain point, I just did not like the music he started putting out. Yeah, it's as simple as that. I, for me, the last project that I listened to that I was like, "All right, there's something here." For me, was Scorpion, and that was I don't know, I don't know how long ago, but it was a long time ago. And I've tried listening to a lot of stuff, and unless he's got like, which I like the Memphis sound a lot, which I've told yeah. you, 
I like the Memphis sound a lot, yeah, like Three Six Mafia. Um, he's really trying to get into that. Um, well, I don't know if he's trying to get into it. I think he already got into it, but like the whole UK, the drill UK sound. drill. I mean, I think he tried it. I don't know if he's gonna go back to it. I mean, he just did a freestyle with Central C. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, so I'm not paying attention to Drake no more. I'm yeah, sorry, man. but I'm just not. Um, but yeah, I, I I really like that old school Memphis sound. Like, like I said earlier, Three Six Mafia. So and Juicy J, Project Pat. Yeah. Um, but I can't I can't blame an artist for growing with their audience too. No, of course. I mean, and that's that's the whole. There might be kids right now that are 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, You know, the age we were when Astro came out because that yeah. was five years ago. And people to Utopia and just think this. And this is the hardest shit ever. Yeah. You know. Um, but from what we know to now, it's just not within our taste no more. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that just that comes with the territory with anything, um, and kind of moving away from this topic, but kind of still still staying onto it, right? What was it that we said that we were gonna? Oh, I know exactly what it is. I know, and this is gonna be a tough ass transition, but I don't want to see it. No, but honestly, okay, now I know what I'm gonna say. Um, I think a lot of us, right, had these ideas of what. Oh mm-hmm. shit! You know, like <laughs> that's crazy that you're doing it like this. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think a lot of us had this idea of mm-hmm. what reality was yeah, in yeah. our mind, and <laughs> it's fucked up because you know exactly what I'm trying to transition to. But um, well, no shit. <laughs> but just, even with like, okay, with rap and even with our lives and uh, stuff like that. We kind of got this idea of like, this is how things are. Mm-hmm. But then as we get older, things kind of change. Of course. Of and course. I just think that, <laughs> well, fuck it. I'm not going to transition no more. Aliens. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's just crazy to me that people are really that like surprised by the fact that they're they confirm that aliens exist. Well, I feel like a lot some from what I've seen, there's a grand majority of people that like just don't give a fuck. There's that just don't and and I feel I feel like I fall into that camp. I'm just like uh, I ain't in that camp too. Like it's just like whatever, bro. Beam me up. I'm going. <laughs> Beam me up and but like fly. but like something very close to home that I, that we know is like, oh my god, aliens are real. And it's just like, dude, like, you didn't think this was a possibility or, you know, and and it's not to say that. But yeah, for me, it wasn't it wasn't surprising. It, it's not even that it's not even surprising, but it's like, OK, so we know that. But will that change my rent, though? <laughs> <laughs> will it change the way I live my life and pay my bills? Yeah, like it's like. At the end of the day, life goes on. So yeah, yeah, just yeah. just us knowing, acknowledging that yeah, there are extraterrestrial, you know, beings that, beings that exist. I cool. I do you think? Mm-hmm. But for me, this car payment still got to get paid. Yeah, facts. Like this insurance is still got to get paid. Facts. Like man, still got to get to the back. Yeah. So unless they're gonna help me do it, <laughs> they want to do, do. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go out of my way. To go and shake a nigga hand like that's just like do your thing. Yeah, no. Um, when I saw it, I was like, "Well, it is what it is." Like we just aliens are real, and um, 
I mean, I just, I, I really, I always thought that there's no way we're alone. The universe is way too big for that. Yeah. There's no way we're alone. There's no way that uh, there's not another civilization out there that has reached a point of evolution that we have reached. Yeah. Or further. There's just no way. Um, so the U.S. government coming out and saying that they had found, uh, what was it, biogenics or, or whatever the fuck they said about that we're non-human. It is what it is. Um, like you said, it's not going to change my car payment, my rent payment. It's not going to change any of that. So and I mean, I, I just think that that's like a Rich Carson's um, problem I, yeah. or interest. Like, or, or, or the... I mean, this might get a little weird, not a little weird, but literally a little, little, I don't know how to describe it, but you're going to see after I say what I say. I, they, it's like the rich trying to distract the poor from some other shit. I mean. Or or like or like the government trying to distract, distract us from some other shit they're doing. Listen, man, from the, all the stuff that's been going on in Florida, there's nothing to distract us from. We're <laughs> doing this shit blatantly in our face. So at this point, there's really nothing for us to do. Yeah, and that's and yeah, it's it's one of those things where like we were it's just aliens, bro. Like that's but but that's I will reality. say though, I will say though, if homie walk up to you and say, uh, like what's up, like, you know, dap me up or whatever, like what you gonna do with the alien, bro? I'll dap him up, but I have a glove on. A glove on? Yeah. You think their like skin is like toxic? I mean, we just don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is like I think, I think it's I think it bogs my I think it bogs my mind that like like literally just like probably three years ago all of us was gloved up masked the fuck up yeah from, from a you know this deadly virus that went away airborne niggas could breathe it in at any point in time and then uh, uh aliens say what up dog you want to you want what's going on and you think a nigga gonna do what barehanded fuck is fucking him. Fuck dog is nah. What if nah. what if it's like what if it's like uh like uh they like shapeshift and they just the home oh, like skinwalkers? No, not skinwalkers. <laughs> like this. Oh my fuck, yo, skinwalkers. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Yo, you just struck the fear of God into me. <laughs> yeah, I was having a I was having bad conversations with people about the skinwalking thing, bro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yo, if you, if Ryan stood up right now and started speaking perfect English, I'm out. I'm done. I'm done. Oh my goodness, nah. But I, I, yeah, I just don't. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if it's gonna turn into like what the Men in Black was, but it's just like. Imagine it already is like that. I mean, great. They did a great job with me not knowing. Facts. You know how many times we've been whatever the fuck neuralized or whatever it is. <laughs> Can you imagine, bro? That's why I'm dumb now. <laughs> That's why. Fuck my brain. I'm just like a blender. <laughs> I can't see nothing, bro. And yeah, it's like actually, but dead eyes though. Dead eyes though. Like <laughs> dead eyes though. <laughs> Like, what if, like, <laughs> the aliens just said, fuck it, we gonna destroy y'all. Like, and the, gov- and the government actually gotta, like, take action. Like, do you think we'd be up to the task? 
Or do you think there's Independence Day? What do you mean? But no, like I, I just think that you don't think homie with the chopper with the beam on it, like he he don't got a chance with the Glock, just the chopper with the beam on. <laughs> chopper with the beam. <laughs> yeah, let the nigga in the Hellcat really take. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. No, I don't. I I I, I actually think that if we are basing it. If we're basing it off of ourselves and like what it is that we know that our military is capable of or the things that we don't know our military is capable of, then I mean, that's for them to figure out. Do we need the Guardians of the Galaxy, bro? Maybe we're going against the Guardians of the Galaxy. You don't know. <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy said, fuck y'all. <laughs> Nebula's like about to cook, you know? Um, but yeah, it just... I think overall... And this just comes with media. I think a lot of media puts people in this lens of just this is what reality is, and that's all that you can only focus on. Like I was telling you today, like this morning, all I was seeing on TikTok was people just complaining about how hard life is, and mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know we should just not go to work, and that they need to pay us more. And I'm like, so y'all feeling this way? But, like, do you guys, like, not go outside or, like, communicate with people that aren't actually doing it? Like, you're telling me there's nobody in your circle or the people in your vicinity that are living an okay or good life and you're not trying to figure out why, why, how, why they're, they're, why they're like, how they're able to do so? Yeah. None of y'all can do that. So to the point where you're saying we should just stop working and force them to pay us more. Like... What the fuck you think this is? Like just because the writers go on the strike, then all of us need oh, to. Yeah. It's like that's not that's not like feasible for everybody. Now, am I saying that there's not situations where companies are like fucking over their workers? Of course. I just saw a clip where a person got their whole pension taken away. Oh wow. You know, from working like a truck driver um position, right? But that is that comes with that that that's comes with the the job that you go into, right? Like you have to outweigh all those things when you choose what career path you want to go on to. So, but if the alien dev beam come down, I mean, it don't matter anyway. And that and that's the deal breaker, right? Now. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's when someone gets mad at them losing and they just throw the whole set of cards away. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I think that a lot of us just need to understand our position and understand how to get in a better place for us to be like, okay, let me evaluate why things are not going the way that I want them to go and how can I change it for the better? Of course. Or at least surround myself with people where I can learn how to change it for the better. Um, A lot of y'all just be around the same toxic, negative niggas um, that's not going to help you with anything. Exactly. They're just going to go hang out with the A. Alright. <laughs> Alright. You know, I'm just hey, we were supposed to have fun at the end of this. You know? No, 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 no. I, I, I got you. I got you. Okay. Well, so we went to the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the strip club. Nah, um, nah. I don't know. I don't know what. I, I mean, I think this is we're pretty much running up on oh, almost an hour, over an hour. Yeah. So. so um, y'all know what this podcast will be named by by the time this goes up because we'll talk about I it. think working title is 
working title is, is, is the name. The working title podcast. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know what other podcasts are out there, what we'll, titles there are out we'll, there. We'll look it up and we'll see. Like I say, y'all will know by when y'all click on the video. Facts. And stuff like that. Um, I, I, I did, I did want to mention, but we never talked about this. I never wanted to be those, those guys that be like, well, make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Like, I feel like if we get, YouTube, look, if we if we grow to a certain point, we don't have to. Bro. Why? If you're on YouTube, you should already know what the fuck to do, bro. If you like a video, why you can't just get your lazy ass up and click on the like button? And then if you want to leave something of a message, put that shit in the, in the comments. comments. Just put it in the comments. And if you fuck with us, fuck with us more by subscribing. Let's do that for you. Just do that for me. Just, just, just fuck with us. Just, just, just go and subscribe. You know what I mean?